Merry Christmas. It is uh, Saturday, the Saturday right after Christmas. Um, grateful that you're here listening to the podcast for this week. It is uh, definitely a Christmas-focused message on uh, the same scripture that we used in worship on Christmas Eve and a very similar message, though re-recorded. I'm actually recording today uh, from the farm from Garfield Community Farm. And no, I'm not outside in the 12 degree weather, but I'm inside our bio shelter. So you might hear chickens uh, or ducks making a little noise here and there. Um, You'll also hear the hum of our uh, pellet stove, which is heating up uh, our greenhouse here and me. Um, It is quite cold outside but it's lovely to be in here with lots of green plants and happy, warm animals. Today, I want to remind you that you can uh, head over to our website if uh, you want to find out more about our uh, worship gatherings on Zoom, um, any other uh, happenings uh, with the church. We're going to have small groups starting up fairly soon. We've got plans coming together for those. Um, If you would like to give a donation to the Open Door Church, you can do that through the website very easily using PayPal, or you can even get our address and send a check. Um, We thank you for that. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Here we go. scripture for Christmas Eve and into Christmas week that we'll be focusing on is Luke chapter 2, 1 through 20. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child and she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger. There was no room for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then the angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angel had left them, 
and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem to see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the word of the Lord for us. Christmas message declares one primary message above all else. Pretty simple. God is with us. For many of us, 2020 has been a year that God's presence with us has been so important to us and yet so hard sometimes to experience. Many of us have struggled in many different ways to find God's goodness in the world, to quiet our hearts to experience God's peace. We've struggled to believe that God has a plan for this world that seems out of control. In reality, we have all faced some insidious evil present in the world, the evil of systemic racism and its roots in our country that seems so strong still. The evil of a virus killing hundreds of thousands of our neighbors, our family members, friends and strangers alike. How can God be with us when things seem so out of control? We see young people calling for change, calling for action on climate, calling for a different world. But we're not there. It doesn't feel like we're there yet. How can God be with us when we mourn and when we long for so much more? But it seems hard to see uh, the, the beauty of a future with God. We've now traveled through Advent and dwelt in these dark questions a bit. The darkness of the winter solstice has led us to Christmas, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and now Christmas week. As we, uh, as a community, We've lit candles and, and we've waited in the darkness for Emmanuel, for God with us, to be revealed. The children of our church last week on Monday uh, during the solstice, as it began to get dark, they gathered at Garfield Community Farm here at the farm and they lit candles And they held those candles up. They lit a bonfire and they gathered around that fire, socially distanced and safe. And they held up those candles and they hoped for a better year in 2021. They wrote down things on paper that they wanted to to be over. Things that they wanted 2020 um, to hold on to and not send into this next 
year. And they put those papers in the bonfire. And they felt the heat and saw the smoke go up. We've waited for Emmanuel to be revealed in our lives. The kids of our church, even they get it. Maybe they get it more than we do. They're waiting for a new beginning. Luke's nativity begins with something we are quite familiar with in in our day. Not only a story we're familiar with, but an experience I think we're familiar with. A political edict. We know what those are. They're like executive orders or uh, executive vetoes of bills that we think are bringing some hope to people who are suffering. This edict comes from the most powerful persons in the land and rocks the whole nation. Mary, Joseph, thousands of others are forced out of their homes and their towns to become immigrants, travelers who lose the safety of home. That's how the life of Jesus begins, with a powerful man causing upheaval for the masses. Not love, peace, joy, hope, not yet. Throughout the Gospels this year, we've been reminded that Jesus preached of a kingdom that would turn the world's power structures upside down. Throughout the Gospel of Matthew that we focused on this fall, we saw this in Jesus' teaching over and over again. He teaches about the kingdom of heaven in which uh, the powerful are brought low and the lowly are lifted up. But for now, the power remains a worldly power in this narrative, in, in our gospel reading. The power of the empire remains in effect. But change is coming, though quietly and subversively. In the beginning of the story, this change begins when the angels ignore the power of the empire They pass by the leaders of the empire and the leaders in Jerusalem. They pass by the priests in the temple. The angels pass by the Pharisees and the Sadducees, all the religious leaders of the day. The angels pass by the armies of the Roman Empire, not giving them a second thought. Even the people who traveled to the inn, the regular people, the people probably a bit more like you and me, but who didn't have it in them to give up their bed to a pregnant Mary. The angel passes by them. The angels avoid making a spectacle that would be experienced by the masses and would create more turmoil. Instead, the angels of God proclaimed the best news ever heard to a few shepherds in a cold, dark field, away from the city, away from the town, and away from the masses of people. This is how the birth of Christ is made known. It's made known to some hard-working shepherds out in the field at night caring for their animals. Some say the shepherds may have been uncounted people by the empire. Some have said that they may have been uh, out at night with their sheep because they were illegally grazing their sheep in someone else's fields. But with this decree that the angels give to the shepherds, 
men who could be called the least in the empire. God's plan for Emmanuel is revealed to them. To them, God with us begins to be unveiled to the world. Few of us will ever have experiences in life quite like the shepherds when the angels arrived in the field. Most of the time, especially this year, we felt more like the masses, clueless to God's revelation to us, or maybe like the people at the inn who didn't even realize there was a pregnant woman the next morning and they woke up and heard a little baby crying. It felt horrible that they'd missed an opportunity to care for a neighbor. I've felt that before. Shoot, I wish I had been a more loving person. I wish I had my eyes open to that need, to that person who uh, is longing for connection. But I missed it. Many of us have felt like that this year. Many of us are mourning and longing for God's revelation in the world. Back in 2004, I wrote a song about a dark time in my own life. The, the song seems to fit really well with our world today. I've had this song in my head lately. A world that um, fits well with a world where clouds veil the Christmas star, where God's presence with us often seems clouded by the struggles of our lives and our world. Songs called These Streets Alone. Here's the first few uh, few lines from that song. It's raining outside tonight. I can't make out the stars. The moon is just a fade. It's raining outside tonight. I can't make out the stars. struggles of life, outshadowing our ability to experience God or experience just the goodness of our lives. The song was written after Alyssa lost our first pregnancy, an experience I know many have had. All of us have experienced mourning and loss in our lives. And I think all of us are experiencing a lot of mourning and loss this year. Some of us are experiencing it with more intensity than others. Some of you have lost loved ones, friends, and family. Last week, the convergence of Saturn and Jupiter on the winter solstice reminded me that God is revealing God's self through creation all the time. I mean, could we have planned it any better? The Christmas star coming just before Christmas on the winter solstice when everybody's paying attention to the darkness and the beauty of the stars. But sometimes it's hard to experience the stars through the clouds, hard to experience God with us in the reality of life. 
the planetary convergence is just one example of the trillions of stars and planets in the universe that all proclaim the glory of God in the universe. But for us here where I live in Pittsburgh, we only heard stories of what it was like to see Saturn and Jupiter kiss. We haven't had a clear night in weeks. We weren't in the field with the shepherds to experience the angel. We couldn't see the stars. We missed the beauty of the Christmas star on Monday night. But for those of us who feel like we missed God's revelation, don't stop looking. Don't stop paying attention. It's often in looking back that we can realize God never left us through the hardest times of our lives. As we look back at the struggles of 2020, are we able to see God was with us? That year, when I wrote that song, it seemed to get harder and darker, but it concluded with the birth of our daughter, Taya. Now, her... Alyssa's pregnancy with her was not easy, and that's one of the reasons it seemed to get more and more difficult, more and more stressful and anxiety-producing. That time of personal loss and mourning that began that year ended with the joy of a healthy baby. I pray that this time of loss and mourning in our world would end soon and that this Christmas would truly be an experience of God with us through the incarnation of the almighty God, but as a tiny baby somewhere in the rural Mideast. May we take joy in knowing the incarnation is for all of us. Emmanuel, God with us, is a proclamation of truth to all the world and also a revelation of love for you personally right here and right now. The shepherds aren't the only ones that have an experience of God and know the revelation of God through that baby. They go and they tell others, and others listen. And Mary holds these words in her heart. At the end of that scripture, many people hear this good news. Sometimes we have to hear this good news secondhand. Sometimes we don't have the grand revelation, but we can hear the story from each other. We can hear the message of love and joy and peace and hope from one another. And we can know that God is with us. Amen. Thanks for listening in today again to the Open Doors podcast. All the music is 
from uh, our band, This Side of Eve, which is Alyssa Creasy and myself. We have a new album coming out this week, actually. You can check it out at our website, thissideofeve.com. Um, really excited to get this new music to you. Most of all, Merry Christmas. See you next week. <laughs>